Uh. What? What? Why, honey? You never know until you know. Start it. Go. Uh. I'm coolin', coolin'. I'm never moving. Lessons with my G, and then I'm chunkin' up the deuces. That life is over. Done. Cold shoulder. Uh-huh. Covered in this jacket, and that's how you know, you know I'm Podcast time. T Pro and Nox. Yes, let's get it going. Welcome to 2017. Yes. I'm so happy to be here with you tonight, Nox. I am too. You don't even know. Well, you do. I do. They don't even know. <laughs> no, they do not. Welcome to 2017, ladies and gentlemen. As I get my mic adjusted here. Oh, it is 2017. What are you excited about for this year? Not the presidency, I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shots fired. I'm excited about so many things. We've been in the podcast for less than a minute 30, and you're going to take a shot. <laughs> I, I am. I really am. Yes. Anyway, all right, what are you excited for? Ah, not the Super Bowl. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm excited. You know, what's the slogan? New Year. Same self. That's right. Because I don't change. I'm brand new. Every day made by the revelation of Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do have some, by the ways, no, for me, the big O Oscar Robinson won an NBA championship with Kareem Abdul Jabbar, as you mentioned yes. in the podcast. Like, did yeah. he play with Kareem? Or he might have been Luau Cinder back in that day, but I in believe, 1971. I believe he was Luau Cinder. Yeah, at that time, that was before he had converted. And then I think I said something. Pretty much, we're talking about the worst college wouldn't be able to beat the best high school team. I think I got that reversed or something like that. Uh, okay, makes sense. And you had a you you were close, man. Yeah. So the Raiders Colts score. I said it was gonna be thirty-three. Or I said, oh, yeah. By the way, I just fixed my own. By the way, <laughs> I said it was gonna be twenty-one, thirty. 30, 31, 27? I can't. That's talk what you. Right now. That's what you said. I said it was gonna be thirty-one, twenty-seven. The correct score was actually 33-25 Raiders. Now, just just to just to tell you, my over under was still exactly the same because I had the over under of 58. It was 58 still, just you know, wrong team and a couple numbers off. But I'm good. I'm good with that. I can live with it. That is true. That is true. So we have we have quick hits as our usual coming up. And we're going to introduce a new segment in February. We want Twitter to know what you guys think about it. It is called Let's Fix It. Yeah, I'm super excited about this. And it's all because my precious Colts are (laughs) destroying their own organization and ruining Andrew Luck's career. So let's fix it. That was one half of the inspiration. My team also, the Niners, are not going through a good time. So we still have to kind of lay out some foundations, whether like how long a team has been poor is going to determine who qualifies. Like If you had one bad season like the Ravens, like you don't really count because you've been having a record of winning. Oh, I can't talk either. But... You know, we got to determine how long your team has been bad before we have to really break it down and fix it for you. But the Colts have been struggling on and off, and my Niners have had, you know, two and a half bad seasons. So 
Yeah, they did Jeff Fisher about three years ago. Last time they had Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They went eight and eight. Yeah. All right. We uh, we kind of picked some bad teams this year, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we were struggling. Uh, Knox. You know what's more fun than talking sports? What? Playing sports, which means taking care of your body is vital. Insert brand name here has a new product or service that takes recovery to a whole new level. I have recently started using it, thanks to our sponsor, and have noticed a difference already. You know what, T-Pro? This product has just really revolutionized the way that I recover from sports. You know when I come home from those pickup basketball games that I'm not playing right now because I injured my foot? But you know when I come home, I need to recover. So I can't leave home without this product. And you can get your free trial at their website, promo code TPRONOX. This is a limited time offer. Don't use up under 18. Side effects may include body pimples, night sweats, rushing, rashing, cold, cotton mouth. Irregular bowels occur. Stop using and call a doctor immediately. Dedicate eight hours of sleep at night when using product. <laughs> uh, so I heard you found another man. I just hate I had to find that out on Instagram. I was chilling with my homie and then your name came up. He said, you know she got a dude. I said, hold on, wait, what? Because that was only a few days after I said I won't pursue you. So that means you was already talking and chilling with this new dude. Cool. Technically, you weren't at fault because we weren't official. So if you come across this video, it's not to diss you. I miss you. But not as much anymore And I thank God I'm cool now But if you saw me before, oh my gosh She really took my power Man, this girl had me punching the air and said I don't care about crying in the shower <laughs> And I'm glad I could laugh about it I thank God that I about it Cause there were red flags but I just ignored it God was making it clear that it wasn't right But I put up a fight and tried to force it Oh, when I loved you, loved you, baby And yes, I thought about you lately But it's over, so it's so long Cause what's meant to be will be And what's not will always be so gone Okay, be honest, which one's better? Minio or Surge's So Gone Challenge? Oh my gosh Hmm I would say I like the content of Surge's Is a little more on point But Andy... His delivery and his technique and like his rap ability was more on point, more difficult. Who'd you like better? Fact. <laughs> we have quick hits. Knox. <laughs> George Book. Nope. <laughs> I ain't even about that life. <laughs> Next question. Chip Kelly says he wants to draft. Dak, but Trent Baalke vetoed it. Is he telling the truth? I have one song for you. Hello, Cool J. That's a lie. Uh, why you always lying? <laughs> that is completely false. Come on, Chip Kelly. We, you don't need more scandal and bullcrap. I know. He just really wants to show that he's a football guy. And it's just... Just trying to save his own humiliation and embarrassment at the time. But he's not so embarrassing because he's actually one of the candidates for the Falcons offensive coordinator position. Can you believe that? Shanahan hasn't even left yet. I, right? He's already running out of town. <laughs> Super Bowl hasn't even played. Hasn't even been interviewed. It just will make you, I, I don't want to get into the whole thing. That's another topic for another day about how good candidates, no matter their race, are not getting 
interviews and people like Chip Kelly and Jeff Fisher just get calls like that. Talking about getting calls and or race doesn't matter. If or when Marvin Lewis gets fired, do you think the Bengals is a coaching job that anyone wants to take? Ooh. I don't know. Like, maybe two years ago, yes. Now, it's questionable. Is Andy Dalton, are we are we done with the Andy Dalton experience? Are we mm. done with that experiment? Or is it in its prime right now? Because now, is he on his down, downward tilt? Or is he still going to be the same Andy Dalton? What about the rest of the team? This year, they were pretty bad. Four, <laughs> four win team, four, Gosh. five win team. Yeah, That's they were. Bad. So, I don't know. Two years ago, I would be like, of course. And I think even this year, I think I had them in the Super Bowl because I saw the potential. But after this year and the weird schemes that they were trying to run and questioning whether or not Dalton is done with his prime, I, I'm actually not sure. My issue, you took the, the Andy Dalton. I 100% agree with you on that. My other issue was there's one reason why Marvin Lewis has been able to stay in that position for so long because he's always willing to work out his contract in favor of the organization. Yeah. And there's been rumors that he's been encouraging other guys to take hometown discounts. And does another coach want to come in with that atmosphere, with that culture? Does he want to deal with the frugalness of the Cincinnati owners? I think that kind of deters people. Mm. And I think Andy Dalton, depending on where he is at, Tourism. Like, for example, the Indianapolis Colts job is a great job because if Andrew Luck ain't in his prime, yes. yeah, it's fantastic, which I don't think Pocano's going to be there by week one, personally. Ooh. I think he, he's next on the really? block. But given the Bengals, those are my two questions I have. I really don't think it's that good of a job, which is one reason why I'm kind of okay with Marvin Lewis still being there. But I agree, his track record has demonstrated that as not deserving to be with the Bengals for this tenure. I still hope that if he is fired, that he gets another coaching job because he definitely deserves another one. The only thing I'm thinking about is, is like continuity. Like, if you look at Patriots or the Steelers, like, for the Steelers have had three coaches in the past, like, 20 or 30 years. Three. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's continuity. That's what they need. Maybe it is time to get a new coach that's going to be there for long. Yep. But Marvin Lewis has already built the framework that is needed for an actually a really good organization. Agreed. Just last year, they just weren't talented. Yeah, I, I can't argue with any of those points there. My, I agree with continuity, and I definitely wish coaches got more than like two, maybe three years. I wish yeah. teams would stick with a coach for four to five years. Yep. To let them build and process what they're doing. And obviously, like, I think it takes talent working in the human resources department and figuring out whether a guy has a plan or not, whether the guy is quality or not, whether what he's implementing is on pace or not. But coaches generally need to have more time to do their job. Fact. And I think Marvin, the only issue is Marvin Lewis has had all that time. And they might need someone else to come in there and take it to the next level. I hate to use the Warriors as an example. I wish Mark Jackson would get phone calls because he needs to be getting phone calls left and right for head coaching jobs in the NBA. If you look at some of the teams, I mean, our February podcast about the NBA is going to be 
killer. True. But Steve Kerr is able to take him to that, that next level afterwards. But the framework was already built with Mark Jackson, right? Especially the defensive part of that framework. Wait, are we are we in the NBA right now? Is that, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, we can. Oh, yeah, that's a right. great question. That's a be- that's a beautiful lead. Isn't it? I didn't even yeah, win that. I like that segue. Mm. Guess what? What? What do OJ Mayo, Rashard Lewis, and Darius Miles have in common? Besides the fact they're all in the NBA. Besides the fact they're all in the NBA. I don't know what. Or are they? Suspensions for PED usage. Ooh. They all failed the test. Is there a PED problem in the NBA too? Are we just not noticing it because, you know, they're not as buff as the NFL guys or baseball guys? I don't feel like I have enough information inside to say whether PEDs are a problem or not, but I feel like it's a different sport. And with the idea that all these players are resting all the time now and that's becoming an issue, I don't know why guys would take PEDs and then rest. Like, it's almost counterintuitive. They take the PEDs so they can play more mids, get more stats, and get bigger contracts. It almost seems like the opposite is happening, where they're not taking PEDs, and they're taking their time to rest, but because of the CBA, players are still getting paid. So, from the outside looking in, those are some notable players that have, been, that have failed, and yes, I, I think in every sport, there's always going to be a few outliers, or there's going to be a, a percentage, like a 15 or 20% of people that are trying to use a little bit extra juice pun intended to get ahead but i i don't see it as an overwhelming problem and my other argument besides the fact that players are resting more often now than they used to is the fact that you don't that the sport sorry the sport of basketball needs more lean and fast twitch muscle muscle fiber muscles it's less bulk and mass muscles maybe for some of the bigger guys but those guys that you all listed were all boards or wing players or guards that have failed. I'm sure there's some centers that have failed, but uh, now the more and more I think about it, it, the less likely I think it is a problem. My question is, you're right, it's like biking, but my question is, OJ Mayo, Richard Lewis, and Darius Miles, like... Darius Miles was skinny. How did he get for, failed that Yeah, test? for real? <laughs> like, my other question was, are they really still in the league? I know Darius Miles is He's definitely I thought Richard Lewis was. I thought Richard Lewis retired three years ago. OJ Mayo, I don't even know where he's at. He, he was with the Memphis Grizzlies. I think he's a free agent now. You know what that's telling me? Or he's with the Bucks. Don't quote ah, me on that. The Bucks. He might be. He might be pack a point guard for the Bucks. I I know he's not a free is that, agent. Isn't that Delhi? Delhi Vadova. He's the third stringer, I guess. That. <laughs> You know what? You know what all that's telling me? What? PDs is not a problem in the NBA. It's OJ Mayo, <laughs> Richard Lewis, and Darius Miles, and there's a fourth guy, Don McClan. I've never even heard of him. But I never heard of him. When I got the report, <laughs> I was like, "Who's Don McClan?" I even left him out of the question on purpose. He's probably a good guy, Don, but why using PDs if I don't even know who you are? Very good point. And. Talking about people that we do know, but doing things that we're not used to them doing. The Clippers have hired Kevin Garnett as a consultant. What? Get this. He will not be on the bench. What? He doesn't travel with the team. Huh? And he attends occasional practice. Keyword. Ah. Literal <laughs> word in the press conference. Occasional. 
occasional practices. I have a two-part question for this quick hit. It's going to be a one-two hit right here. Does this help them? And how great is it to be a former pro athlete? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Not that you don't have any experience of being pro athletes, but... Hey, Tommy. Enough. I want a job where... I want to show up when I feel like it. <laughs> and... I don't have to do much except for just kind of tell people what possibly could happen. And I don't even have to be there all the time. I have a dream. That's a great job. That's a great job. How could I get a job like this? I guess being the lead for 20 years? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, you know what this tells me? What does it tell you? Anything is possible. Anything is possible <laughs> when you're KG. Because that's sweet. I'm not going to lie. It probably right? helps them in the way of like, you know, when you've got that cool uncle that, you know, you're at the family reunion. Like, man, this oh. is kind of boring. And then your cool uncle, you know, Uncle Stanio pops up. You're like, hey, uncle, what's up? And it's all crazy and cool. And all of a sudden you've got a little bit of energy. That's probably what he does. He's like the cool uncle that just shows up and relives his, you know, heyday. You know what? That's a very good point because I was going to say, no, it doesn't help them at all because Griffin, CP3, DeAndre Jordan, and even a little bit of like Austin Rivers, JJ Redd, they've been in the league long enough. Like they don't need Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford. Love Jamal Crawford. Thank you for bringing him up. They don't need like a veteran guy if anything KG needs to do this job for the Minnesota Timberwolves yes because they need veteran leadership and he retired instead and he was supposed to be that veteran guy and I guess they weren't offering him this job that's why he retired I don't know but from your perspective if it gives him a little boost a little extra oomph I don't know how much he's getting paid I couldn't find that but it is pretty sweet to do that job he also has his own show apparently but does he really but we can't talk about it because he's not sponsoring us you hear that come on kg kg we got nothing but love for you on here pay us we have a we had a podcast we talked about him i think in our first or second the second podcast i want to say pay us money i got kids man currency i got kids i just Diapers. got i just got new tires and my wheel blew out yeah kind of sucks by the way. <laughs> thank you thank you my wife got a shopping problem i can't take out any more credit cards man my credit's like 380 <laughs> i need some dough it's hard for me to think of her having a shopping problem though she doesn't but it's a good sob story oh. <laughs> ignore I, that last I, part I, don't I, I, quote I, me on the sob story beat that out it's a good thing she doesn't listen to the podcast I know. I'm glad sports does, sounds like Dungeons and Dragons. There. <laughs> I know. It sounds like yeah, that's what happened. Oh my gosh. Woo! Stay on the NBA. Did you, hear, did you hear what happened? What happened? I mean, that, that's very generic, but yeah, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> of course, you heard what happened. Derek Rose leaves, dude, right before a game, and doesn't contact anybody. What's up with that? That was crazy. He was even at the shoot-around. Yeah. Which is like three, four hours before the game. I know. And he gets on a plane to go to Chicago for an air quote family emergency that may or may not involve his mom. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. I have two things to say about this. 
Number one, I I kind of agree with the media at large, which is the least you could do is give a heads up. Yeah, one five-second text. A five-second text. Hey, not going to be there tonight. Family emergency. Pray for me. You know, something like yeah. that. Or tell a teammate to tell someone. Tell Mello. Oh, I, I don't think anyone likes Mello in the mix. So t- tell the unicorn or Courtney Lee. He speaks English. You know, I get Hey, Courtney Lee, brother, hook a brother up. Um, Let the coach know I'm not going to be there. Mm-hmm. Family emergency. All right, cool. Got you. Or, you know, Joaquin, Joaquin Noah, that's why he's on the team. Yeah. <laughs> they relay these messages. Just tell him. <laughs> anyway. But the other issue I have with this is it, I don't want him to tell us in the media what his issue was. But for some reason, I have a feeling it has something to do with, like, his past, his upbringing. Mm. I don't want to say gang violence because I don't think he was necessarily a part of a gang. Or I, I, It has something to do with stuff that just... Just from your past that tries to bring you down when you have a hard past bringing up. For some reason, I have a feeling it comes up with that and it was potentially put his family in threat. Because um, the way he talked about it, the seriousness it was and the way that he, he knew he had to physically be at a place, you know, is, is a man trying to take care of something important. That's my guess, but I don't want him. I hope he doesn't, he doesn't listen to us. But even if you were, you know, I don't want him to respond and say I'm right or wrong or whatever. But that's my guess. But it's still like, it sounded really serious. But man, five second text, like you said, man. Five second text. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree with your whole guess. With my everything? <laughs> Here's why. Because even if it was something that serious, you, you you still take the time to send something out. Here's here's what it was. This is what it was. <sighs> okay. I'm ha- I'm having a rough rough time at work. My boss isn't really treating me the way he should be. My performance is down. Ooh. Everyone's starting to question why I'm even part of my workplace right now. And now I don't even I don't even, I'm not even happy to be there. Man, I need to talk to mom. I need to go and I need to see mom because I need oh. the comfort of my mommy. Yes, wow. What? No, I. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So I'm just going to leave. I'm not going to tell my boss where I'm going. And I'm going to go talk to mom because I need some comfort and some love right now. He was a family emergency. I. Mind blown. I'm, I'm semi-speechless. <laughs> I, it, it makes a good point. And one thing I do like is I definitely like the idea of humanizing the professional workplace. Like being a professional mm-hmm. athlete is a job. And yep. I think that's not emphasized enough for people. Yep. And yes, they get paid money that maybe a lot of us would look at or without having the knowledge of what like to make that money, mm-hmm. would look at that money and think, oh, life is easy or life is chill or problems are so gone and blah, blah, blah. But they're still human beings. They still have emotions. Yep. And whether we agree or disagree with what kind of lifestyle they want to hold for themselves, that's something they're dealing with nonetheless. And for them, it's, it's a big deal. Or may they have, like you said, like they're having employment issues. Yep. You ever see Derrick Rose play basketball lately? Actually, you ever see Derrick Rose actually watch Derrick Rose play basketball since he's been in the league? Yeah. Doesn't look happy. Watch, watch him play. Watch any of his highlights. He, he never looks happy. I, okay, okay. I do. I, mm, he never looks happy. 
but that doesn't necessarily mean that he isn't enjoying it or having fun. Because there's some people, like, you know, you have RBF. Yes, you do have that. But... Which I need him. to think of a different acronym so I don't have to use the middle letter. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? There's some people that just look focused. There's some people that just look upset when they're really happy. But even those people, you do see some type of joyous emotion at times. You've never seen that with Rose. Even when they were winning, even when they hit that game-winning shot, that, that, I mean, that one became an instant meme. You know, hits the game-winning shot, looks so glum and gloom as everyone's picking him up. Come on, like... For him, I've I don't think basketball has been enjoyable for him for for years, and I think hmm. basketball is just a means to to financial success. He's he's working basketball for his family, so it's even more of a burden when you know you've got millions of dollars writing to help out your entire family. He just looks he just looks burdened. He looks unhappy. God, it's kind of sad sometimes to watch. I'm just like, oh man, he is just not happy. Okay, all right, all right. Watch him next time. I'll, I'll, I'll watch his facial expressions a little watch, more. Watch some highlights. Even just watch some previous highlights. Like Which it's I crazy. Sometimes before I play basketball or pick up basketball, I will watch Derrick Rose highlights. The show goes on that video. I'll watch that to get myself. It's not that I need anything to get myself into basketball, but to get myself in the right mindset of like. This is how I'm going to play today. And because I watch those highlights, I will do the whole, I will jump off my left foot and use my left hand. Like, I've done things like that in the game. I'm like, I watch Derrick Rose do that. So I feel comfortable doing it when I'm in the game. Speaking of Derrick Rose, February 19th. Yeah. The return of to pick up basketball <laughs> Sunday afternoon. I, I am so excited about that. I am too. Breaking news, everyone. Yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news from, you know, DROM. <laughs> I believe I believe the DROM theme song so, goes, Danina, Danina. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. It's pretty close. Danina. Dan- yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's how it goes. What, what's their source to Horizon or something I like that? I <laughs> Seeding documents? Like, Seating what source did they steal this time? I know. <laughs> I will trust me because that's a dirty word in my mind. That's right. <laughs> that's totally a dirty word. Uh, we didn't. He didn't, he didn't actually say dirty word, but you know, the news. The news source is, is a very, is very dirty. I'm not sure between you and me if they were to offer us a contract. I don't think I would take it. I don't think I would either. If it's from them, I would kind of talk about sports. Yeah, it's gossip. And yeah, you hear that? I'm about to say it too, so you can bleep me out too. Uh, Give me more work to do That's fantastic (laughs) You know who's been putting in a lot of work as of lately The MLS What? It has been the biggest growth in American pro sports history Over the last 22 years What? They're currently the 5th largest sport Huh? If and when Do you think they will become You know the 4th The 3rd The 2nd Maybe even the first biggest sport in America? Mm. What's your take on that? Good point. Not in our lifetime will it ever be the first or the second, but I could see it becoming the third because hockey is dropping in popularity like crazy. Baseball, nobody under 40 even cares for baseball anymore except for True. Pro. 
I, you I do care about my baseball, yes. But nobody under 40 actually cares. So I could actually see it leapfrogging hockey. I could see it leapfrogging baseball. I can't in our lifetime see it leapfrogging basketball or football. However, however, I can't say in the next lifetime if, if it will not. Because I also don't know how far football's going. That's a very good point. You know? That was one half of my point was American football and its safety and its concerns of people and the rule changes as it continues to be trying to be more offensive and the hits become lighter and a lot of people make the jokes about, oh, there's going to be no more kickoff return. They might take that away. And I think that would be horrible. That takes away special teams yeah. as well as we might as well make it flag football and uh-huh. all this stuff. and as they continue to go down this route, which I have a very interesting take on the NFL at the end of our quick hits. I will say this. The other half is I can definitely see it being the third or even the second in our generation, mainly because of American immigration is going to help the MLS. We are in a MLS, or not MLS, but soccer in general is a the favorite sport in every other country, maybe besides Canada, hockey one. Doctor too. Yeah. But America, as it's more and more diversified, as we have more and more people who immigrate. Is that right? Immigrate here? Yeah. Is that is that how you really yeah. say it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to ask the person who isn't from America. <laughs> I, uh, is that I how you say immigrant. it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we immigrated here. <laughs> <laughs> See, he knows better English than me. Anyway, I think that's going to help them tremendously. The other thing that helps them tremendously is they have no on-field and or off-field character issues. Me, outside of the flopping, the MLS doesn't have this, well, this guy's getting drunk and this guy's hitting this person and this guy's abusing this drug issues, issues like at issues. all. Oh, and oh, even oh. like the foreign players that come in, like the David Beckham's, Josie Altidore's back, but he was originally married. There's another guy that came in for the Chicago Fire from the Spain Pierre Henri. That was the French guy. I loved. Oh my gosh! As Henry a New York Red Bulls fan, I loved Pierre Henri yeah. very much. I'm glad you said his name first because I never got his name right. <laughs> so I think American immigration is going to really persuade the MLS to move up. I think he can be second in our lifetime. Yeah, here's, here's my question though. Yeah. Will it take a dip once the wall is built? I, I don't even want to waste my breath on answering <laughs> that question. My honest opinion is I don't think the wall is going to get built. But if it does get built, if you can play a sport and someone's going to pay you lots of money to play that sport, you, you can get around that wall. The, the MLS is not going to suffer because of the wall. Because the talent, if we want talent and we have the money in the league to pay for talent... There's something called a plane. You can fly right over the wall. What about me? You know, I could go into a whole <laughs> immigration rant right now, but I'm choosing not to. All I'm going <laughs> to... I, I pl- applaud you for that because you and I have really good political discussions. We're usually on the same page. That's I right. think you and I will both say in three years when people are complaining, we'll be saying... You could vote for Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. <laughs> Gary Johnson. You know, but like, he didn't really have like a betting chance to even get the presidency. But you know what? Betting history 
speaking of that, now the championship game was the worst loss in history financially. Was it really? Mm-hmm. What? It was. So how should we see this? And how should we as Christians feel about this? You know what's funny? I definitely wrote that second part about the Christians. But I'm going to answer the first question in hopes that I can continue to... I've been thinking about that a lot. How should we view this? I should do Vegas got it wrong, like time and time again. Yep. Uh, one thing I don't like about Vegas is it's always trying to play like a mind psychology with people, and they're not really the betting lines. Like I have, I have a buddy who lives in the South, and he's always asked me like when we're talking sports because he, he doesn't have Wi-Fi, he doesn't have a computer right now, and he's like, "Oh, what's the betting line on this or what's the betting line on that?" Not that he bets, but he just judges games by that. It's really big out there, I would say, and. It's not really a true indication of what the game is going to be like. It's a true indication of how much money they think they can make by getting people to bet 50-50. So I think it's a poor way of judging a game. So I think they deserve (laughs) being wrong and trying to play the psych game and try to predict it. And as a Christian, it's hard because you want to be a good steward of your money. And a lot of people say betting because of its lack of odds is not a good investment and therefore it's not good to do. And I haven't bet outside of like asking a friend, hey, you know, like five dollars this team's gonna win or having like the March Madness pools and stuff like that. So I'm probably a little more liberal and think that betting's like okay, but obviously it doesn't become a vice or a habit. But it's also if you don't bet, like I'm I would never encourage anyone to bet. And I think, obviously, if you're a Christian who's against betting, you look at this as, oh, they're getting what they deserve. If you're that kind of Christian. You know what I think? I think that the betting thing is nothing but a money grab. They Mm kind of, they just go with the the favorites, the front runners. And, yeah, you're right. It is just, it is, it's a business. And Mm -hmm. you want to make money and you want to make sure people actually bid on it. I don't feel bad for him at all for losing I, all that money. And I don't <laughs> like. Once again, wait. Did you? Did they gamble on themselves? Is that is that how that worked? I would say so. Yeah. So they, isn't that the whole point? Was you know, you gambled and you lost the books, Vegas books. Well, I don't even know what they're called. De- dealers lose all the time when yeah. you play like in blackjack. Yeah. The house doesn't always win. You hear that? And I don't know how I feel about it. Like, um, I think yeah, just be wise with your money. Don't do, don't, don't. If it starts becoming something like, no matter who you are, Christian or not, if it starts becoming a problem where you have to bet, or you start making it to where you're like your life depends on this bet, you should probably stop. Yes, and that's and that's not even us like joking around and having fun or anything like that. Like honestly, if there is a situation where you're not gonna be able to pay your mortgage or pay your rent or your car payment or buy food for your family, unless if it depends on whether a team wins or loses, that's a spot where we would seriously like love to for you to get some help. Like there's plenty of hotlines, there's plenty of places that go and support that in 2017 something that's definitely been addressed and it's definitely something there's a lot of help for and we we encourage and pray for people who are struggling with that i was expecting to say this memo by the way but i think it's a good opportunity to take advantage of this while we have the voice to like get that sort of help that's right talking about being right or wrong 
I want to insert something into Quick Hits, what we're going to do for the basketball season. Ooh. Whatever team is in last place each month, we're going to try to talk about their over-under. Ah. We're going to create an over-under of wins. We're going to debate why they are going to get over-under this. So, for the Eastern Conference, the Nets are currently in last place with nine wins. Over-under 15 wins for the season. Under 12. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say under as well. Yeah. Jeremy Lin's been injured a lot. That's one thing I attribute it to. I know. Even then, I, I'm a fan of Lin's sanity. So. Yep. Under. Especially with the the coach that the Knicks had when Jeremy Lin was going off is now the coach for the Nets. Give him a couple years. Yep. Give him a couple years, but not this year. Nope. Now the other over under is the Lakers in last place, which I just want to take our time. When I originally created the rundown, the Mavs were in last place. Oh. But I looked this morning, and the Lakers are in last place. So ah. I just, just want to... The Lakers are in last place, guys. And the Kings are able to potentially grab the eighth seed. Which, then they just beat the Cavs. In overtime. Yeah. Just tell my guy grab the eighth seed. Right? Boogie! No, I, I... You say we're not going to get the eighth seed. All Sacramento Kings fans, you can have this one for free. It's not too late. We want to be eight. It's not too late. <laughs> we want to be eight. It's not too wow. late. We want to be eight. <laughs> Over under 20 wins for the Lakers this year. Over. I see 25. What? Yeah, I see 25. But they're now what, like 12? 13? Yeah, they're, they're, no, they're at 15. They're at 15? Yeah, 25. Good. We, got, we got to play to April. Yeah, February. Yeah, yeah. If I, you know what? That's why I, I was trying to figure out what my original question was. Because I wanted to say like I was gonna do 15 for both teams, but I'm gonna say over as well. But I'm gonna say like barely, like 21. Oh, Is the Western Conference? It's been a little closer. It's kind of looking like the Eastern Conference at the bottom of the Western Conference. So. Yeah, I'm going to say over by 21. It pains me to say that, but it's me being an honest analyst. Nice. Is it? Is it still? Are we still going to be comparing how the Western Conference has been for the past two or three years? Are we still calling it the Eastern Conference? Should it not now just be that is the Western Conference? And there's actually no. Eastern Conference is actually better? No. It's been like three years. I think we should no. probably... Accept that fact. How long was the Eastern Conference poor for like 15 years? Like, you gotta, you gotta overcome. Trade it, it trades off. It's a pendulum, man. Well, I'll Coming tell you this: around. both of the eight seeds for the West and the East are under 500, and both of the seven seeds for both conferences are over 500. So I think I would say both conferences. If I had to make an alignment decision, they're probably both. Teams. Both conferences have good teams, and both conferences have poor teams. Yeah, <laughs> and they're about pre pre even right yeah, now. Yeah, that's somebody who doesn't want to accept the fact that the Western Conference is now the weak one. Oh, speaking of weakness, do you hear that LA got another team? What? Yeah, do you hear they also tried to bootleg a couple <laughs> a couple logos? <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, that was awesome. That was the biggest backtrack in history. But I was reading. The Puffington Report. The Puffington Report. And you know what they said? What they say? Philip Rivers. 
He wants to stay in California. He doesn't want to go to LA. I don't blame him. He wants to go to the San Francisco 49ers. Woohoo! Does this even happen? Probably not. Let's let's be honest. If Trent, no, not Trent Balky, he got fired. If Jed York's our owner, it's that's not happening. If Jed York is still the CEO and is appointed by his uncle and his uncle won't tear him down from his position or whatever. I gotta read the legality about that. There's a little more details. It's not that simple. But he's still there. Then no, it's not happening, unfortunately. But I think that would be fantastic because he got four or five years left in him. He takes care of himself even though he has a whole bunch of kids. And he's been... What? I think he's got eight. That's Don't a lot. quote me, but I think he's got eight. He has eight a lot. girls. No, he has a son or two. Six girls. Yeah, that sounds but right. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. He's got like six girls and two boys. Dumb gosh. Anyway, I mean, good for him. I mean, he, you know what? He's making enough money to support that. Yeah. I'm glad he has that many kids with the finances he has bringing in. Ooh, fun yeah. fact though, fun a fact. former coworker of mine. Uh, is from San Diego and he used to I guess used to now he used to go to their their Catholic church and he would be hardcore in the middle like Catholicing it up and I'm believing that Catholicing is a word so That's, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll accept he, it he's rocking he was like deep into it that's cool good for him it's eight kids. The, uh, I see what you're saying. I don't think it happens. If it were to happen, the Niners with the right coach and general manager would be on a better track as long as Jed York stays out of it. On the, every podcast, I'm going to find a way to badmouth Jed York just so you guys know. Yeah. What do you think? Does Fire, this even happen? Fire Jed York. Yes. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> No, it doesn't happen, and I hope it doesn't happen. And if the results were, Phil Rivers just threw away the rest of his career. They have no weapons. They don't have any plans to get any weapons. Do the Chargers have any weapons? They, yeah. They just don't have a defense. They were the best. I, they were the best, like, 5-11 and 11 team I've ever seen. <laughs> it was in. It was crazy how good they were. I did, all their weapons got injured, and he threw. Through, he still threw for four thousand plus exactly. yards. Wait till wait till his, the, his weapons come back. But that's the thing. If he doesn't have any weapons and he threw for four thousand yards, he can go for the Niners and throw for four thousand yards. And, and go five and eleven to throw his career away. San Diego actually. Uh, I guess not San Diego now. You know what? Hashtag, not my city. <laughs> 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 So I will, I will for the remainder of a while. I don't know how long. I will no longer refer to any LA teams. They are still the St. Louis Rams and the San Diego Chargers. Hashtag not, not my, my city. city. <laughs> it's interesting because you can always be like a certain broadcaster that doesn't use the nickname of the Washington Football Team. Oh. You can almost not you. You can say the Chargers or the Rams and not LA Rams and not LA Chargers. No. You, you're I'm making a out. statement. You're making a statement. I the like San it. San Diego Chargers, they were like We are a the statement best. podcast. You hear that? Statement we're protest. I'm protesting. But like, he would just throw his career away. He actually has a shot to at least make the playoffs with the Niners. Not the Niners. 
with the Chargers. Freudian slip. Freudian slip. He doesn't have an option yeah, with the does. Niners. Yeah, Not he does. Close. Yeah, he does. He does. Not even. You know it was definitely not close to happening at all whatsoever. What? Kevin Love from Mellow. The Cavs turned that down like a hot mess. Anyone really want either one of these two guys? Kevin Love and Carmelo Anthony. Ha! <laughs> I'm laughing. Ha! <laughs> but I'm laughing at Mellow. Nobody oh. wants Mellow. Like... We were talking about it earlier. Melo is a great player. He's also have been overrated his entire career. Fun fact. Yep. Fact. Fact coming your way. F-A-C-T. Fact. Fact. The fact, Nuggets fact. have had a better winning percentage since trading Melo than the Knicks have had. Fact. Knowledge bomb. Yeah. You hear that? Fact. Melo just snapped his seven-year All-Star streak. Ooh. Fact. You know who's in the All-Star team this year? Kevin Love. You know who actually played a role in bringing a championship to their team? I have a feeling you're going to say Kevin Love. Kevin Love. But he was benched the first half of the finals. That's right. And you know what happened when he wasn't? He went off. And he had the good defensive stuff. Is one defensive stuff worth multiple millions of dollars? Yes, it is. Because <laughs> you know what he brings? brings that question mark. Maybe he's gonna go off this game. You just don't know. You just need Kevin Love to have two good games in a series, and you're in it. That's all you need. Love has two good games. Kyrie has two good games. LeBron has three good games. You're gonna win the series. Easily. You bring Melo to that team, A, he's not a playmaker that you need. You want somebody who's coming off the bench. Jared Jack. Yes. Nate Robinson. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a question mark on Nate Robinson. <laughs> Even though I have been watching him on Instagram just troll every single sports page going, you need me. That's right. You need me on your team. He was on Kevin Garnett's show saying was the same really? thing. Yeah, they were watching film of him. He really wants back in. And I don't know why. He maybe he should go to the Knicks and trade him for Melo. Wait, he was on the Knicks before. I know. He should go back. <laughs> And then make the team even worse. Oh. Even though I really like Nate Robinson. I think Nate Robinson is awesome. I mean, you if you're 5'8 and you're making it to the league, you are winning dunk contests. Yes, you are without a doubt most likely the best athlete in the league. Andre Miller, by the way. Back a point guard free agent. Is he really? Mm-hmm. He'll he'll take the veterans man on the play of LeBron James. No I problem. Can see that? Yeah. Ray McCollum. He can handle the ball. He can pass the ball. Ronnie Price. Who? You don't know you don't remember Ronnie Price? <laughs> I don't remember Ronnie Price. <laughs> he sounds like a Cavaliers backup point guard already. Yes, he does. What were you we saying about Matthew Delvadova before he was Matthew Delvadova? Was that Rodney Price? Uh, oh. Who? Who's that guy? Egg, he's, he sounds like a future Matthew Delvadova already. You know, even though I know who Ronnie Price is. Patty Mills would be a good fit. Can, do you have the cap space for it, though? Yeah, he's not, like, big cap hit. But you have to think Spurs, like, real players. Like, Spurs aren't going to just take anybody. Yeah, good point. Spurs are actually like a they smart, well-run organization. Fun fact, since you're dropping facts, I just feel like dropping facts. I was sent a play by Knox where the Spurs... 
at eight passes and only seven dribbles, oh, and you played a man. successful play and scored a high-quality, high-percentage shot. That was so beautiful. It was amazing. They are, they are just such a wonderful team to watch play. I'm not even a Spurs fan. Neither am I. I legitimately watch the Spurs just to enjoy good basketball. Good, good. Not this whole word, show boot and razzle-dazzle junk that's happening right now. Hero ball. Yeah. Dumb. Triangle. Triangle. Yeah, you hear that? Triangles in the guru. Tony Douglas. Is he even still? Are these guys even around anymore? They're 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 free agents. Oh, they're free agents. So in they're just the league. hanging out. Tony Douglas is like an eight-year veteran. He's played for the Grizzlies. I remember Tony Douglas. Yeah. I don't have any more. Sorry, I was trying. I was trolling the Cavaliers. Jimmer. Twitter. Fred Dev. He's not a point guard, and he's horrible for the league. And he's a horrible person. <laughs> no, <laughs> Cavaliers stay away from Jimmer. Jimmer. Fredette. Forget, Fredette. I believe he's going off right now in China. He went off for like one game, and we talked about it for the kick of it. They get myself upset. I'm gonna try to like bring Jimmer into every podcast. In every podcast. <sighs> I don't know how I feel about this, mm. but you know how you should feel. Cared about. That's right. In love because you're a married man. I am, am I? Yeah, the last time I checked. Oh, snap, I am. <laughs> Woo! Love you, baby. And you want to do something special for your wife on Valentine's Day because you're a great husband, right? Yes. Why not surprise her with, insert product name here, as a treat to demonstrate how much you love and care for her? Man, you know what? This, this product... This product has really helped my relationship out so much. And you know what? I can't stay home without it, if you know what I mean. Hey. So call now 1-800-something. Or get to their website for our promo code. By, by the way, when I said if you know what I mean, I meant like eating pizza and watching movies. But enter the promo code <laughs> T-Pro and Knox. Remember, this is a limited, limited time offer, so order now because she's probably worth it. She's definitely probably worth it. <laughs> yeah. Another guy who can't watch horror movies or else I sleep with the lights. My active mind would say, Sir, you about to die. So now I'm in the shower washing my face one eye at a time. <laughs> cause if your eye ain't on the monster, it will get you. That's what sin do. It's even worse cause it lives in you. So now we're simple. Because of two humans who ate fruit to gain wisdom. In the end, they saw that that was stupid. I'm referring to Adam and Eve, who carried the world's first known STD. Cause we inherit sin every time your parents conceive. So yeah, sin is a sexually transmitted disease. See, Adam was supposed to step on in, but they passed on sin cause they didn't choose to pass on sin. Now these dudes trapped in a fresh print state. See, these Uncle Phil's only have a will just to fill up bets. Get it? 
If you don't, let me change my approach. Now I'm not the best singer, but I could hold a note. See, mankind fell and we needed a hero. So God stepped in and he saved his people. You see, sometimes I like to sing. But some people got a problem. They say, sir, you just need to stick to one thing. But I don't think they thought through it. God is my father, so obviously I'm inclined to make pop music. And hope you rock to it. So rock with me. Whether it's EDM, Southern music, or something gritty. So that means every time that we step up in this building, it's time to raise your hands like your hands was your children. So I heard soccer was the number one sport. Referees have died just for coming up short. But Christ drank the wrath of God for the world and rose up. So he defined what it means to really take that world cup. So turn from your sin. It ain't about your good deeds that won't get you in. That's like going to the White House, you get to the gate. Roll your window down and probably say, I'm sorry I'm late. But anyway, my name is Bob, I'm here to see Obama. Cause get this, last week I gave a poor man five dollars. They probably tell you, sir, you better reverse. Unless you trying to get shot and ending up in the hearse. And at your funeral, that put you six feet in the dirt. Then it'll hit you, oh, guess my good deeds didn't work. <laughs> That's an exaggerated illustration But I'm saying because of sin like segregation You are separated And good deeds is not a fix But he can make your sins white as snow Like when it's cold and you got ashy lips And if I'm silent just know my silence Is like a lion that's waiting to kill in the quietness So who am I? Just a Florida dude Come to Miami, hit me up and we'll have Haitian food Burning with that Haitian heat Yes Haïti, Haïti chéri. Ça c'est pays moi. Moi mais Haïti. Moi mais Haïti. That sounds great. Uh, what'd you say, bro? I don't even know. You're gonna have to look that up. Oh. <laughs> oh, you gotta do me like that. That's what I gotta do. Oh, you gotta do me. All right. I'll just tell you afterward because I want you guys, you three people, to, uh, <laughs> to look it up yourself. Google Translator. That's right. You know what? You want to do me wrong like that? What? Like Clemson did Alabama. Oh, <laughs> uh, I had the pleasure of hanging out with Knox and his lovely wife. That's right. For the national championship game. Shout out to my wife. Which I think, I feel like she might have enjoyed the game the most. I think so too. Considering the fact that she had her back turned and reading the book the whole time, <laughs> I totally agree with you. She enjoyed it the most. Maybe watching our streaming as she would go <laughs> oh. back and forth on this unnamed product until they pay us. Pay us. But then um, I wouldn't really knock the product if they were paying us. I would believe that. Oh, the of course. Was great. And that's, that's what so, you do, right? Yeah. Like, you know, my the product and/or service that helps us with recovery. Right. Thank you again for the free supply. Now, what about this game, though? Like? Dude, that, it was a good game, man. It was exactly... Uh, here's the thing. I'm glad that there's some commentaries. Like, we don't want to just assume this is just like USC, Texas. Yeah. On its own, it stands by itself. It was a really good game. Yep. Tell me what you think were some of the, the key points, moments, strategy shifts, things of that sort. Because I have a couple things I feel like are really, really important to the game and pertinent. I think you and I might be kind of on the same page. What what I what I really noticed was they made for the first time they made a freshman quarterback actually look like a freshman quarterback. Mm-hmm. He was confused, he was making the right reads, and on top of that, he was trying to do a little too much at overthinking things, overthrowing guys, not really seeing the wide open man. 
And that was really a product of just how well Clemson decided we are going to make this freshman play like a freshman. Now it's still Alabama, and they're going to shove 45 points down your throat, but the quarterback is going to look like a freshman. And Deshaun Watson is like Superman. Oh my gosh. That was insane how awesome he was. So, I really feel like when Scarborough went out with the injury, that's for me why I saw the shift in the game. I'm not saying Alabama's like this dominant great team right away and like, you know, Sarah, not Sarah, Clemson was in it. I was thinking Orange. My my apologies, my apologies. Yeah. I caught it. But when Clemson and Alabama were playing, Alabama had kind of just that edge most of the time. But when Scarborough got injured, I feel like that's when it shifted. And the play calling, they didn't seem to trust their backup running back at all. Nope. And then that's when Jalen Hurts looked like freshman quarterback. And then, and again, we love Deshaun Watson. I am also really glad that he's not going to the senior bowl. Because the Cleveland Browns coaches are there. Yeah. And he's all like, if you really want to draft me and look at my game film, like, I don't need to go do all that and get injured. And the last thing he wants to do, I mean, it'd be great to be a first overall draft pick, but if the, if the Cleveland Browns are picking you and you're a quarterback, avoid it like the play. Browns are a dumpster fire. Which they're still my squad, my backup squad. <laughs> Shout out to Hugh Jackson. <laughs> Huge. I, I'm excited for what Hugh Jackson's going to do. Yeah. We might. Feature the Browns for our new segment. Ooh. That would be a good one to yeah, start off with. That would be a good one to start off with because. Because this will be a yearly thing. We're going to pick teams. Each podcast, we're going to pick a team. And they may or may not be in season, depending on maybe your guys' votes. Maybe what we just confident. It'll probably just be what we it feel, feel like. Could, can we, if, what if it's a 50 50 vote with one and one? Then we'll just choose whatever one we feel, flip. feel like right. doing. <laughs> out, of the, out of the 50-50. I like that. And the other thing, this Mike Williams for Clemson is the first oh. Mike Williams receiver. That just looked amazing. Wow. Like, this game, I saw him doing well in the first half, and I was like, man, he's not going to translate to the pros. Because every Mike Williams that's a receiver always gets drafted by the Detroit Lions, and they always do horrible. Yeah. But... Like throughout the whole, he just he made those corners look like like ragdolls, man. And he was yeah. jumping out of the like the, he was jumping off the field. He was jumping in the sky. He was flying. He was like he was like doing some special double jump to right to grab footballs. I'm like I've never seen that before in my life. Right. Double jumps are good. You know, like in a video game, like you're in the air and you push like a, a, a combo button and yeah. you make them pop up again. That's exactly what, he That's was what Mike doing. Williams was doing. It was like that was insane. And to me, it was like, yeah, you can't you can't equate it to USC Texas, but both on their own were such amazing games. Yep. And I could easily watch it again. Oh yeah. Have you ever felt like life just feels so questionable, but you still don't understand where you want to go? And you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you're trying to look for that movie and you just can't find it. That's where our product comes in handy. Say what? Check out this promo right now and you'll be able to watch all the movies anytime that you want and you'll be able to get everything that you want anytime. No more worries about what am I going to watch. You will get it right here, right now. Is that some sort of like 
Psychic predict what you want to watch app or is it magic? Yes. <laughs> you know what else is magic? Our promo code TPRO and Knox. That's right. And also the NFL playoffs. Ooh, not featuring Fitz Magic, by the way. <sighs> I know. I'm so wrong. What? <laughs> I'm so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hey, it makes me feel better. My Chiefs lost to the Steelers. Yeah, and I had the Colts in the playoffs. Like, I had you the know, Colts going deep. Here, in, and I was okay with that prediction because I, I wanted the Colts over the Texans as well. Because that that beef that we reported, still Robin, folks, man. Yeah, he's still getting away with it. Yeah, easily. We called the one eight hundred Houston hotline and everything. They, they didn't care. They didn't. Yeah, they were just like, oh, keep an eye out for him. I'm like, it's uh, right there, right there. Like we, I think, I think we got him. Like his last name Shab, right? It's the wrong guy. <laughs> it's the wrong guy, man. Is it Car? No, it's not Car. You know who he is. <laughs> Go get him! <laughs> Savage? No, that's the opposite. Oh my god. That guy's great. Yeah. That guy's not stealing any money. He's that being probably underpaid. Savage. Yeah, he is. Underpaid Savage. He's wearing a jersey number 21. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is one notation I wanted to point out. And this isn't me trying to hate on Cowboys fans at all. Even though it's really fun to do. But from an analytical perspective... Yes, the Giants are able to throw on the Green Bay Packers. And so a lot of people are like, oh, yo, Cowboys are going to just do what they saw the Giants do. Except for they were going to catch the ball. But I feel like the Cowboys threw on them early because they were scared. Because throughout the whole regular season, they've always been playing with a lead. Only like the Niners and one other team, and besides the Giants losing. You know, they lost the Giants twice that year is what I mean by that. Have they ever trailed in a game? Really? So they wanted to get out to an early lead to be comfortable because playoff football is different than regular season. So they are operating out of fear and trying to jump out to an early lead. Interesting. You know what my thoughts on the playoffs were? Check this out. Tell me. Jaguars, Patriots, Raiders, Falcons, Steelers, Colts, Vikings, Seahawks, Eagles, Texans, Chargers, Packers, Ravens, Dolphins, Rams, Jets, Bears, Titans, Bucks, Cardinals, Niners, Saints, Giants, Broncos, Panthers. They've had more playoff wins than the Cowboys in the last 20 years. Nice. Woo! <laughs> Is that like all? That's like most of the NFL. It's 25 and 32 <laughs> squads. 25 and 31. So there's only six teams that aren't pictured. I should figure out which what six are not pictured. But how? how I I, I, I know one of the teams that are not pictured. Do you see an orange helmet in I that picture? <laughs> I don't see Bills. But I don't even see the Redskins. Ah, we should. We Wash should. the Washington football team. That's right. The Browns. The Bills. Browns, the Bills. Dolph. No, the Dolphins, Dolphins are in there. Are on there. Okay, let's figure this out. There's so we've got, three. We've got the, the, the Bills. The Bills. We've got the Redskins. The Redskins. We've got the Browns. The Browns. And we've got the... What's the fourth one? Bills, Redskins, Browns. Um, the are the Chiefs on that list? Chiefs are not on that list. 
Ooh, that's weird, but yeah. So Chiefs. There's four. What two are we missing? I like how the Raiders are on there, but not the Chiefs. <laughs> I know. Okay. We'll figure this out we right got two now. Two more. Lions. Well, the Bengals. Lions are the Bengals on there? Bengals. There we go. Yeah. Woo! But aside from that, like, so far the playoffs has been kind of uneventful, realistically. Like, I've enjoyed watching the games. I'm, I was really hoping that the Chiefs would get there. Me too. But now that the Patriots are there and it's Patriots-Falcons, really, realistically, you're looking at such a high rating just because 95% of people watching just don't want the Patriots to win just because they don't like the Patriots. There was a great graphic that you sent me about this. Yeah. It has a pie chart. Yeah. And there's a little black sliver that stood for Falcons fans who want the Falcons to win. And there's a huge other portion of that pie. It was like all of the pie that want the Falcons to win because they hate the Patriots. That's totally true. But unlike that statement, I have that didn't make any sense. Sorry. Transition poor. I want to talk about why I think the Falcons could win. Yes. Check this out. Alright. How can the Falcons win? Defensively. Press coverage. Throw off their timing. And like the Texans, gotta get pressure on the quarterback. Baker, fantastic the end, but you need to throw in some stunts. You need to have at least four, if not five guys going at Tom Brady at all times. Yeah, I realize as a defensive team, or on defense, the ball's not going to be in Tom Brady's hands are very long. So you can take a little bit extra risks by sending in some blitzes here and there to throw them off. Offensively, I would call this being proactive or proactive audibles. If they have nickel coverage on you, you got to run the ball. And yes, I know they love running that, what do they call it, stretch zone. But you gotta be able to run it up the middle sometimes. Hmm. You got those running backs out roads are gonna take some pounding, and that's gonna throw them off. You gotta go back and forth between the stretch run and like some eye formation, a gap stuff. As well as if they're showing you a three four, which I think was they predominantly run, right? The Patriots run a three four predominantly. I think so, yeah. And if occasionally four three. But if you see that sort of, that's when you send your running backs out to hit the flats. And get them involved. You got to realize Julio Jones is going to be doing your track workout that day. He's going to run nine routes, run post routes, and he's going to be doubled if not tripled. They're going to bracket him. They're going to probably play a man on him and then have a deep zone and have a safety on top. So, Sanu, this is your time to shine. Yep. Those are the keys for the Falcons winning the game. I agree with you. And taking, taking the fanboy out of me, because as a Colts fan, it's like, everything out of the fiber of my beings to say this but man the Patriots are they're good they're as a, from an analyst standpoint not as a fan even though I want to say it as a fan <laughs> but the Patriots are good but I do actually believe that the Falcons will win the game really only because of the fact that the Falcons are the Texans with a good quarterback the Falcons have have a defense They've got a great pass rush. Not only that, but they've got Dwight Freeney, which he's already been there before. He's True. He's beaten the Patriots before, and he's won the Super Bowl before. So he can he can use that. And the one interesting fact is because so many of the Falcons' defensive guys 
are rookies and young young guys, they don't know anything but to go 100 all the time. And with with um, Dan Quinn, a defensive mind as he is, that's what he did with the Seahawks. He knew those guys wanted to go full speed all the time and just get it down. Because of the speed that they're going to have, the biggest thing that you have to do, and everyone's been saying it, and I totally agree, just hit Tom Brady. Three times in the first quarter, just hit him. He's done. That's all you need to do. And then when he just feels the pass rush, it's he's not gonna he's not gonna he's not gonna um, take an interception, but he's gonna throw it to the flat, which those guys are gonna be so fast enough to catch them, and they're not gonna mm-hmm. get those first downs. And the problem with the Patriots is they beat you by like little little paper cuts that you just end up bleeding by. You next thing you know, you're bleeding out, and you don't even realize it. Hashtag accounting life. That's right, because I get paper cuts all the time. Oh, you're telling me, man. Workers' cops crazy. Just for <laughs> me alone, <laughs> paper cuts. <laughs> but that, and that's what you got to do. I mean, that's who the Falcons are. They're the Texans with a good quarterback. Texans have all the weapons. Realistically, Texans have all the weapons. They just don't have a quarterback. With a good quarterback. And Matt Ryan, who can actually get it out, and the schemes that they're running, Sanu's gonna have a field day. Yep. Freeman's gonna have a field day. Yep. The other running back, can't think of your name right now. Sorry, dude. You're gonna have a free day. Everybody's gonna focus their time on Julio. Julio's still gonna get 100 yards. Julio's still gonna catch a touchdown. But I'm seeing, I'm seeing Sanu, 150 yards. I'm calling that. I'm calling 200-yard oh. receivers. And a hundred yard rusher. So you are gonna say this is like over under eighty points in the game? Yeah. 40, 45, 38. I'm gonna say his final score. That puts you over. No, it's seventy eight. Forty five thirty eight? Yeah. Four eighty three. Oh eighty three is over, sorry, my bad. Trust me, I'm much better at numbers. Anyway. You're using a calculator. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, all right. So there's like half of your argument I'm not sure about. I want to pick your brain about it. Okay. Patriots always do really well against young defenses, but they've never done well against... Outside of that one play call by Pete Carroll, they did not play well against a Dan Quinn defense. Yeah. So that's... I don't know what to do with that. It's a it's a young defense, but it's a coached up defense. The problem with young defenses is they they want to use their athleticism. If you watch the if you watch the Falcons, like I watched them play against the um, Packers. Packers, and I was just I was amazed because they're they're young, but they're disciplined. Mm. They know when to use their speed, and they know their assignment. And so it was crazy to watch like. As soon as soon as the ball is released, like they they know where to go, and they know who's hmm. gonna be behind them to get them. As soon as the ball's handed to the the running back, they're they're already getting there. They're too fast, and they're they're super well disciplined because they know their job. Are you saying that when the safety sees a running back, they're not over pursuing? They're reading the blocking, whether it's pass blocking or run blocking, and then reading whether it's gonna be flipped back to the quarterback or not. Instead of over-pursuing and laying a post route from the slot, get over its head. Yeah. Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to be straight up. Chris Hogan's not going to do anything this next game. 
don't know where that guy came from. He had, he, you he, had your time to he, shine. He came from the Buffalo Bills, actually. Yeah. And he came from lacrosse. Lacrosse. Hey, it's a tough sport. Yeah. I would love to play lacrosse. I'd like to hit someone. With a stick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're actually allowed to actually beat someone with a stick. I can go for a pass and be a really bad pass or a bad yeah, shot. Smack someone in the head. I'm not that dirty of a player. I'm not Bruce Bowen. Like, <laughs> ah, Bruce was awesome. Oh, Which yeah. is kind of interesting. He was on the Spurs team, who are the most disciplined ever. <laughs> but I, yeah. So prediction. I'm saying Falcons 45. Patriots 38. Patriots 38. And the th- the 38 points is gonna come in a little bit of. Garbage time. So, ooh, so they're gonna Falcons are gonna get out early. I think Falcons are gonna come come out and they're gonna be up like twenty one. And be blazing. Yeah. and then just kind of play alternating field goals or touchdowns. Yep. After that, I definitely do think it's gonna be a high scoring game because the Packers Falcons didn't break my over-under. They're under 75. I created... I like creating over-unders. A little more than, like, the betting points to me, personally. Like, you know, one team takes five and seven, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I've been getting the betting lines lately, so I, I, I like creating over-unders for myself. I like the over-unders. And it's hard for me to take them over-under 80. I mean, I want to say, because these two offenses can be really high-powered, but I don't see both defenses being so... with. with Two weeks of repair being so undisciplined or so poor that it's like a 48-45 game like I think they're capable of. So I'm going to say 38-35, maybe wishful thinking about like three points. It's probably going to be like 38-31. Okay. And the analyst in me says take the Patriots. The like what I want to do takes the Falcons. That's going to be the scoreline, 38-31. Are you taking the Falcons? Or are you taking the Patriots? If what I want to do is take the Falcons, but the analyst in me says the Patriots are going to win. So are you Because of the, the defense are... Because that defense is too young. No, trust me, I like their defense. <laughs> if, if, here's the thing. No, no, if they do what I say to do on defense and offense, uh-huh. they win the game. Yeah. I have no problem with that. So the Falcons have a chance. It's not like... They're like a long shot. They're not the Browns trying to play the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah, true. And or, or in any game for that matter. And morally, I can't choose the Patriots. It's against your religion. It's against my Colts religion. <laughs> so, <laughs> even though I, I will give all props to the Patriots for being such a great and awesome team, but I got to go with the Falcons. I just, I have to. It's just not right. Again, if they do what I laid out for them to do scheme-wise, they win 38-31. You heard it here first. Deep row and down. The podcast. Oh, uh, speaking of that, uh, we're waiting to see if iTunes has submitted and accepted our podcast. Because we have already submitted a couple of our previous podcasts. Waiting for them to... Except right. the only thing I don't like is that it makes our release date a little more unpredictable. Yeah. But it's on a much it's easier access and a user face that we agree that our fan base has been wanting for us to utilize in order to make our 
content more accessible. So this yeah. is for you guys. He talked to me about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have a few other friends. I have a few other sports friends that are like, yo, if you put it on iTunes, I'll listen to it. That's pretty much that, that was the conversation. That's our fan base. Woo! Plus, we're getting everything up and we're, you know, we're going to be hustling soon. So. Every day I'm hustling. You better get on it Every now. Every day I'm hustling. Every right. day. Every day. Every day. I'm hustling. <laughs> Doing a good job. Thanks for listening, guys. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter. Where we're going to step up our mean game in 2017. It's yes. one of our podcast. I don't want to say revolutions because you don't do New Year's resolutions, but that's one of our um, strategic business strategies. How's that right. sound? The BSB. I like that. Or the SBS. Meme Strong S- 2K17. Strategic. SBS. Right? SBS, yeah. SBS. Meme Strong. Because we don't, we're too lazy to get Instagram accounts. So we're going to post yeah, our memes on Twitter. And Facebook. <laughs> he's, he's got a job and kids. I got two jobs. And this. And this and other things and DJing. Work, work. Thank you guys. Peace.